Hello and welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. My name's Kyle Nelson and I have my co-host here, Eli Libby. And today we have a very, very, very cool guest. We're super excited. We've been really looking forward to this episode. Uh, Miss Laura Noel. She is an executive business and personal development consultant, works with very large companies. She is a Proctor Gallagher um, uh, certified coach in over 27 years of military um, uh, in the Air Force and leader, which we thank you for your service. Um, welcome to the show, Laura. We're so excited to have you here. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here too. And thanks for the warm welcome. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's, let's jump into it. Um, give us a little, give the audience a little bit of background on who you are kind of your background and some experiences that made you who you are today. Oh gosh. Well, um, <laughs> that's a big question. A big I question. love it. <laughs> so um, I, as you know, I served in the military for 27 years. It's something that, you know, I always wanted to do. And mm -hmm. when I was gosh, 21 is when I joined and I pursued my education through the service and served in a multitude of different roles from being a radar scope operator to serving in Desert Shield, Desert Storm, to wow. being in the band, um, Honor Guard. And then what, right before I retired, I was a commandant of a leadership school. So we were teaching leadership to first and second line supervisors, but also teaching um, you know, officers leadership too mm -hmm. and mentoring okay. in that regard as well. Um, so it was natural for me to come into this coaching space Mm -hmm. um, but it's interesting because for the 27 years that I was serving, I knew if I was going to stay in that the end of my career would mm -hmm. come at some point. And I was collecting all of these degrees and certifications to kind of figure out what direction I wanted to go. I was trying different things and I just never really landed on something. I, and the closer I got to my retirement, um, the more nervous I was becoming because I was thinking, my gosh, what am I going to do when mm -hmm. I get out or when I retire? Um, but I started, one of my last certifications was in yoga teaching. And I started uh, teaching yoga on the Air Force Base at my work center after hours, you know, for free for friends and colleagues. And I noticed people just felt more at ease in, in their mind and their body. They felt more clear. Um, and I thought, my gosh, if I could bottle this up and teach it to people who ordinarily wouldn't go for yoga, um, it was the mindset piece that really clicked with me. Um, that when I made that decision, I opened myself up to possibilities. That's when I met my mentor, Bob Proctor, at a personal development seminar. And I jumped up in front of 500 people and asked, how do you know when you found your purpose? And really things kind of started to unfold from there. I, at that time was planning on retiring in three years. Um, however, once I made the decision, gosh, if I could find that curriculum, I was open to receiving it. I knew what opportunity to leverage Within three months, I submitted my retirement. And within six wow. months, I was working full time at this. Amazing. That is so cool. That is uh, that's <laughs> amazing. So I uh, just wanted to bring something up. I have a personal um, experience with Bob Proctor myself. Are oh, you, cool. yeah, are you familiar <laughs> with Sci Seminars? Uh, that's how I, that's where I met Bob Proctor. Wow. That's where, it, that was like the, in 2016, I was at their top level event <laughs> yeah. when Bob was teaching. 
Yeah. Wow. We, we at the Principia event. Or I was at the last one in 2015. So I used to work at them. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. And uh, I actually had the pleasure of driving Bob Proctor from um, the Sacramento airport to the ranch. And uh, I had an amazing conversation with him. And he really, uh, this wasn't, um, this was like in 2000, oh, 2010, I think when I, I got to okay. drive him and he opened my eyes up to just, I mean, it was just like, Mm-hmm. a total spiritual mental experience that I will never forget. I mean, and he really opened my eyes up and he's an amazing man. He opened me up to the secret and, uh, yeah. you know, law of attraction and just uh, the whole paradigm shift and changing habitual habits, habitual habits, <laughs> but you know what I mean? So uh, yeah, we both, we both attended the uh, side basic together actually a couple of years ago or a year. Yeah. Ago, so Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, we're family. But I know. Yeah. I know. It's, uh, it's crazy. And uh, when, when I saw that you were a Proctor Gallagher um, coach, I figured she's had to yeah. decide some. That's cool that so. he, he's a mentor too. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's amazing. really cool. Wow. Small world. It, my life has changed dramatically because of his coaching and, and um, getting connected with him. It really, the transition from working a job to replacing my income happened very quickly because as Bob says, you know, find that mentor or coach and then do exactly what they tell you to do. Right. And I mean, I invested a lot of finances and resources in myself and in my company and to work with him one-on-one all around the same time. Amazing. And so, but I needed to do that because I knew I mean, I was already successful, right? So what my way is working, right? <laughs> but I wouldn't have done what he asked me to do had I not put myself on the line there. Wow, absolutely. That's really cool. Well, I think that's a great segue uh, kind of into the topic today, which we're going to talk, we're going to be speaking a little bit about trusting your intuition and kind of trusting that gut feeling. But before we get there, I think it's more about like establishing how to get to those feelings and how to really be able mm-hmm. to be confident in trusting your gut. And I think you've talked a lot about a couple different things that you've touched on. But um, for our listeners, I guess, what is a what is a kind of a first step for, for people to kind of start transitioning their mindset in order to be able to trust their gut and their intuition? I think everybody, like you said, you're kind of scattered either whether it's getting out of school or maybe a, another job or retirement in your case. How do you know and what are some steps to be able to trust your gut and to be able to trust that intuition and be able to kind of start shifting that mindset? I would say the first key piece of this is to find quiet for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we can get into the habit of allowing circumstances to influence us, influence our decisions, influence how we feel. I mean, we are bombarded with information through multiple sources. And if we allow ourselves to constantly consume that information, you know, we're on our phones all the time. We're, it's like, we're bombarded with this information, but we feel stuck. We're doing less. So information knowing information doesn't mean that you'll do more or be more successful or more capable. Right. But finding that quiet space is a first step. So it doesn't mean that you have to, you know, sleep under a rock or be in (laughs) a cave and meditate for hours, but (laughs) it could simply be just being present with your thoughts. The first thing in the morning when you're having a cup of coffee, like I 
love, I've ha I have the best ideas when I wake up in the morning and I get up earlier than everyone else. I make my cup of coffee and I sit, I don't turn on the TV. I don't turn on the news. I just sit for like 30 minutes and enjoy that cup of coffee. That's when you start to have ideas or flashes of inspiration. Right. Um, maybe you're curious about something. So that's the first step is finding, carving out that time for yourself, mm. you know, even if it's just 15 minutes yeah. every day. That's really um, yeah. important. Hugely important. Is that, is that kind of where your inspiration for yoga came from? Is Did that play a role at all into that? Like yoga and kind of the, the mindset piece, but there's also like a physical element to that. Is that where yoga fits in for you or, or not? I think that opened up a lot of doors for me because I was a student of yoga. And, um, and so that's a meditative practice. You yeah. know, you're just kind of leaving the, the, the drama and the baggage mm -hmm. and all of the, all of that stuff at the door when you go and take a class. But I think that opened me up to um, just being curious um, and, here, and the, so the next step is when you get an idea and your, your natural curiosity is pinked, mm -hmm. trust that because that's your intuition guiding you, whether you're aware of it or not. So that just enabled me to, you know, trust that curiosity, follow it. And it led me down a path. And then I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. Let me, let me tune into that again. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's kind of like your intuition is leaving breadcrumbs for you if you're listening. That's, wow. I love that. that really good. Leaving breadcrumbs if you're listening. That's so, <laughs> yeah. so you um, uh, have the opportunity to work with a lot of CEOs and executives at companies. What, um, when, a, when, a, when an executive at a company, when they come to you entrepreneurs, what is like the number one thing they're asking for help? Is it typically in their personal life? Is it a mix of personal and business? Is it they're looking for clarity in their business and trying to stay on task? Mm. Or are they, is it a mix of everything, personal growth, and it kind of bleeds into business? It's really a, a mix of, it's a mix of everything. It's clarity in the business because these are high performers. Right. And so they are just approached with so many opportunities. There's so many different directions and so many pulls in different directions or from different directions on their time and their attention. So how do they maintain focus um, and know what opportunities to leverage as opposed to trying to leverage them all? It, it's not mm -hmm. possible. And then also, you know, why are they leading in, in their position? Why is their career important to them? And usually it's, there's an underlying why to that, their right. family or, a, you know, a higher purpose or, or serving in a different way, but they sometimes neglect those pieces of their life that they say are important to them because they're, they're really putting themselves in a position where they, they're trying to leverage all of the opportunities. So it's one, getting clarity on what are the things that are going to create more ease and flow, but catapult them farther, faster with less effort so they can be more effective in less time. And, um, and then also that gives them the time to focus on the things that bring them joy, the reason why yeah. they started a business to begin with. Yeah, I think we've we uh, can relate to that a ton. Yeah. I think always trying to find focus and always trying to find time to get back to the passion. And we talk a lot about passion and 
other podcasts and just in the day-to-day within the business. We talk about there's a reason we started this company and it is out of passion. And in order to cut out time and be able to focus back on the stuff that the reason why you started the business, like you said, I think is really, really relatable to not only us, but I think a lot of our listeners that are tuning into the show. Yeah. And I, and it's uh you have to constantly feed your brain and, and soul. Mm-hmm. You started this for the passion. I know the day to day can get very mundane or very difficult. There could yeah. be fires you're putting out and things that just squish who you are. But at the end of the day, if you just keep talking mm-hmm. about this is what our mission is, this is our vision. And we just need to keep playing on this, playing on the playing field and keep yeah. moving forward with the, with the journey. Um, yeah, we're huge on that. So uh, I think this kind of goes into this next topic I want to kind of bring up is, um, you know, every day there's these non-productive habits that kind of push us to different areas, different focuses, and it just keeps us, I mean, it's still, you're still on track, but you're not truly like moving in the right direction where you need. Um, how, do you have any like small tips that listeners can, you know, kind of bring mm-hmm. away from our conversation on kind of how to eliminate or just kind of start the thought process of how do I get rid of these non-productive habits and, and kind of be able to move forward so I'm not so, so held back on a daily basis? Yeah, so... First, you don't want to attack all of the non-productive habits at mm. one time because you want to have kind of that single point of focus, that drishti, as they say in right. yoga. Um, because if you know if you're trying to be a jack of all trades, you'll be master at none. So right. it's you want to um, find out first of all what are your non-productive habits that you're doing. I know that sounds weird, but I, I include in that your non-productive thought patterns. And a lot of times we're not aware of the thoughts that right. we're thinking. So to start, a simple exercise would be to just write out a situation. It doesn't have to be work-related, but just a situation where you're not getting the results that you want, right? Just write it out the way it is and how you feel, what you're doing about it, when something doesn't go right, how do you feel about it, then what do you do? And then you know maybe a couple of paragraphs and then underline all of the non-productive habits in that, those couple of paragraphs. So maybe even, you know, I said I was going to do this and then I hit snooze and then I feel guilty. Mm. And then I think why bother? And then I get distracted. So why bother? I feel guilty, get distracted, hit snooze. Those would all be non-productive habits. And then pick one that probably the one that you don't want to deal with. (laughs) Yeah. And, but that would have the domino effect on everything else. And that's the one that you want to focus on. You don't want to focus on, I hit snooze, I hit snooze, I hit snooze, but you want to focus on the opposite of that. So right now in that example, you're mentally programmed to hit snooze, you know, that the way you, your brain is firing and wiring, that's the programming that's in, in your mind. So you want to change that. So you, you're going to have to use willpower, for example, to not hit snooze and to get up, but willpower has a shelf life. And so once the willpower wears off, you want to have something in place to where you're changing the programming in your mind, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So you want to change that instead of saying, I hit snooze, maybe write an affirmation of I'm so happy and grateful. Yeah. You know, I wake up, I get up. I wake up, I get up, I wake up, I get up. And you're feeding your mind. You're not going to believe it at first because you've been hitting snooze. Yeah. Your, your brain is going to go, yeah, right. But as you're using your willpower to wake up, get up, 
you're, you're infusing this new idea in your subconscious mind. I wake up, I get up. Eventually you're going to believe it. And then when the willpower wears off, you'll look back, you know, after a couple months and it won't be a thing. It won't even be a thought for you anymore. Wow. That's really cool. I, I, um, I'm, it's really funny. We're really weird timing. You behind me. I'm reading a book called the stream ship right now, um, by Jacko Willink. I don't, sure you've maybe heard of it okay. um yeah. we talked a lot last i was reading the chapter last night it was all about discipline all about waking up early and if you if you hit snooze you basically lost and if you if you get up you win and it's like about starting your day off on the right foot and they talk a lot about hitting snooze and getting up early and everything you just said i just wanted to talk to that because it's really good timing oh good <laughs> um I, I have a couple of different ways that I'd, I'd like to kind of go off of this. this. And I know we're kind of bouncing around a little bit, but I, I do a little in the last couple, you know, 10, 15 minutes we have left. I do want to touch on visualization and kind of this law of attraction. And I'd love to hear a little bit more, more your insight on that. Kyle and I had an amazing experience at the side basic center that we had. Um, we had a, a really hard month the, the month before, and we went to the seminar. We learned a little bit about visualization, kind of going to this workshop and being able to visualize what success looked like. And then that next month, post going to that seminar, we had the biggest month yet in the company. Um, wow. And I think a lot of listeners or really people, like you said, it's like you're kind of feeding your brain something and it, it sounds like it's really you know, fake and it's not really something that can happen. But I think people really can tap into that visualization of success and looking at that do you have um i mean do you have past experience with that and have you had times where you've really seen it work i guess is that does that make sense like have you seen times like do you have any yeah. examples, i guess back in your in your background where you've seen visualization really work and kind of that law of attraction Kim? yeah i mean even in my personal business growth you know um and first of all you know the law of attraction i always tell people the law of attraction is always working. You know, everything we have now, we attract it just because we didn't consciously think of what we wanted. The law of attraction works by virtue of the, the thoughts that are in our subconscious mind. Yeah. And we're not aware of a lot of the things that are in our subconscious mind. Um, but the good news is we can shift that. So the law of attraction is a secondary law to the law of vibration, which basically says that we live in an ocean of motion. Everything is made up of molecules vibrating at a high frequency, even though right. we can't see it. And our thoughts are also energy and frequency. So everything that we have now, we attracted through the law of attraction, but we can start to shift that consciously when we stop allowing external circumstances to influence how we think and then how we feel. Feeling is the conscious awareness of the vibration we're in. Um, and so that's what shifts our, our energy. And so um, the, the key point here, it's not enough to think thoughts and just visualize success. The, the other piece of it that people miss is you have to get into the feeling of the visualization. So when you visualize what success looks like, Mm -hmm. And you're experiencing in your mind's eye, who am I surrounding myself with? You know, what does my bank account look like? How am I serving? How does it feel being me, you know, every day? And how awesome is this? When you get into that feeling, 
that's elevating your energy and your vibration. And so you will experience everything that's in harmony with that, that experience, that vibration. And it could be in regard to your goal specifically, it could be in terms of health or an unexpected check in the mail or um, somebody reaching out with an opportunity. So everything that's in harmony with it is what you'll attract. And so throughout my journey, I remember when I was making that transition early on and I, this is a daily practice. It doesn't matter how long you've been studying this. You, you never got it. You have to keep working at it. Right. right. And so I was allowing circumstances to influence how I felt. So I was making that transition. I made the decision to retire and it, it was happening. And in a couple of weeks, I was not going to receive my paycheck anymore. And I was scared at the same time, my husband decided he wanted to retire. So he wouldn't have that paycheck either. Um, and, and then I think he was, I think they weren't going to let him retire. They were going to send him someplace else. And we had a really big mortgage in Hawaii. So cost of living's high. My, I was in a tailspin. So in the midst of this and my worry and my fear, a couple of client cards were declining and I wasn't receiving even payment for that. And I was kind of freaking out. It was like one thing after another. And I finally stopped myself and I said, Laura, you know better. Is this helping? Shush your mouth, sit down and meditate and visualize what it is you want. I did that. I focused on the outcome that I wanted. I saw it. I felt it the next day within a one client said, can I meet you for coffee? Can I just pay the balance of what I owe you for the year? I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Two clients. And then my husband's assignment got canceled and it should, I mean, it shouldn't have been it, you know, you know, legally, not legally, I guess he should have had the assignment. Um, but it, there was a snafu in the, the system and it got canceled and he was able to retire. So everything ended up the way I wanted, not the way it was displaying and showing itself in its physical reality. Amazing. Wow. That is an amazing story. And that's just proof right there. It's proof in the pudding. Yeah. Yeah. It's just make it where your mind needs to be focused. You can really unlock anything. Potential's unlimited. So um, as we kind of wrap it up, um, I think one last thing I know that uh, we have in our uh, talking notes is um, I'm just going to kind of read it and maybe you can kind of, I, th I think it's a good way to kind of fold up the conversation. Uh, why knowing more doesn't equate to doing more and really being able to narrow and divide the accomplishments that you're going after in less time. So it's being more pro pro productive with the time that we have when we're awake. Mm -hmm. um, could you kind of touch on, 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 on like the thought of, uh, how more doesn't equate to doing more, how, how more time doesn't actually mean you actually are going to get more done. Yeah. I, I like to use the simple example of somebody who's going on a diet, right? <clears throat> new year, new year resolutions, all, you know, all over the place, people are going on a diet and, or fitness regimen. They know more, they know what to do. They have the plan. They have the, the workout plan. They have the nutrition plan. And, and they're collecting all of this evidence and data and they start having success for a little while, but then they revert back to their old home base, their old way of being the weight that they lost, they find, and they're, they're back to their comfort zone. So knowing more 
doesn't equate to to necessarily doing more it's the root cause of our results is our our paradigm it's our belief system in our subconscious mind so think about even all of the people you might know who have advanced degrees and certifications they have them dripping off their business card and yet they can't make it happen they're just not they're not doing the things to create success and abundance in their life. Right. But then you might know somebody else and you think, whoa, they don't have advanced degrees. In fact, I don't think they were that bright. And yet they are, everything they touch turns to gold. It's not knowing more. I'm not saying that advanced degrees and certifications aren't important. I believe in education and you have to have the requisite skills to do the things that you want to do. Um, you can acquire them, but that's not, that's not the differentiating factor between success and, and failure. It's that paradigm. It's that drive. Awesome. Absolutely. I don't, yeah, I think that, I don't think we can wrap it up any better than that. And that. I love it. That is awesome, Laura. Well, um, where can guests find you? We're going to put some stuff in the show. In the show. But where can people reach to you at? Um, well, I have a page just for your listeners. So it's stretchintosuccess.com backslash biz bros. I love that name. Um, and so on that page, you'll have a few ways to connect with me. Um, all the options are free for you to kind of peruse. You, there's a, um, a PDF with mindset changing techniques for a better and more fulfilling life. Um, I do workshops and those are free and events. So if you um, want to register for the next one, you can, or get on the wait list for the next. Uh, and then you can book a call if you want to connect and see how I might be able to serve you. Amazing. Cool. Thank you so much, Laura, for your time. I'm I think our, our listeners are really going to take back <clears throat> some amazing uh, tidbits and notes and hopefully reach out to you for more information. Absolutely. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Great. Thanks, Laura. We'll talk Thank to you Thank you soon. so much. See ya. Bye.